This episode is brought to you by my template shop on Etsy. That's right. I heard your feedback a couple months back and opened up a template store for all you Etsy lovers, and I have been blown away by the feedback so far. While all of my templates and bundles listed are already included inside my Playmaker Society monthly membership, now you have the option of purchasing these resources a la carte as you need them, which is perfect if you're not quite ready to jump in and join our Playmaker community quite yet. These templates and trainings start at just $7, are professionally developed and proven to work, and can save you hundreds of hours and dollars because, like you've probably heard a million times, there is no need to reinvent the wheel, especially when I have already created highly effective operations documents and templates and optimized them over the years to be exactly what you need in your business, exactly when you need them. Head to the show notes to browse my a la carte templates on Etsy starting at just $7 right now. If you're in the play and party business and you want to operate with more ease and joy, all while making the living you dreamed of, I created the Profitable Play Podcast just for you. Join me, your host, Michelle Caruana, for Small But Mighty Tips Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays that will all add up to a big impact on your mindset, your business, and your bottom line. Stick with me to keep the passion and grow the profit in your play or party-based business. All right, Playmakers, happy Friday. So if you tuned into Wednesday's episode, I gave you a little preview about what this episode today will be about, but today we are talking about email marketing and specifically the power of plain text emails and how their simplicity can be an absolute game changer for your Play Cafe business. And in a recent podcast episode, which I'll link in the show notes, I shared about the concept that more emails will always equal more sales. And this episode is kind of my way of helping you implement that tactic and that philosophy in your business so much easier and so much quicker. And this tip is coming to you based off of something that I've been doing for the past several years and seeing a lot of success with it. And I've also seen several of my Playmaker Society members comment similar things lately in our group. So I knew I had to share this with you today. And unlike some of my tips that take some time and work to implement, this one will actually save you time. And this episode is going to give you permission to not spend as much effort or time in one of the most crucial areas of your marketing strategy, email marketing. And before you get nervous and think that I'm changing my tune about email marketing and how impactful it can be on your indoor playground sales, nope, (laughs) not today. I still believe that consistent and intentional email marketing can be an absolute game changer for any play cafe or indoor playground business. Anytime I'm brought in to consult one-on-one with an indoor playground or play cafe business that's kind of struggling, you know, one of the first things I look at is marketing. And a lot of times they'll post on Instagram, they'll post on Facebook, but especially if they're busy and the owner is wearing a ton of different hats, email marketing is one of those things that usually ends up kind of falling by the wayside. And maybe they'll do a monthly newsletter or something similar, but they're highly underutilizing this very effective marketing tool in their business. I'd say 99 out of 100 times. And that's usually where I start. And it's where we see the quickest and most significant results is when I actually help an owner 
put together a consistent and intentional email marketing strategy. So again, this is something that is absolutely tried and true in this industry. I've seen it myself in my own business and I've seen it in other businesses dozens and dozens of times. Because here's the thing, email marketing is one of those areas where done, or in this case, sent, I guess, is better than perfect. So today we're going to be talking about plain text email marketing. And plain text is exactly what it sounds like. Plain, simple text without any enhancement. So kind of like you were just emailing a friend over Gmail or something like that. So it's text without additional fonts, designs, templates, or colors added. And with plain text emails, you won't see additional graphics or embedded multimedia, nothing like that. Now, to be completely fair, I do typically have a standard heading on my emails because I am a personal brand. And I think that people seeing my face over and over again is really important to build that relationship with my list. But again, this is something that I've chosen to do. So I'm not what you'd call a plain text email purist, but I do keep the body of my emails very simple for a few key reasons that I'll share today. But Again, if you're a play cafe and that's in your business name and that's where you're sending emails from, people will typically remember, okay, I know what this business is. I remember why I signed up for this email list or whatever the case may be. But when people see an email from Michelle Caruana, especially if they're new in my world, they might not remember that, you know, I'm the play cafe expert or I'm the indoor playground girl. So that's why I have a header on mine. But again, I still keep the body of the email very, very simple. I don't use any templates or anything like that. Once in a while, I'll throw an image in, but again, it's very, very basic. And so often also, I hear from my Playmaker Society members that they do want to send more emails and be more consistent, but that it takes so long for them to put together those fancy formatted newsletters. And when I asked my group, that was one of the the top reasons, if not the top reasons of why they're not emailing their list consistently. And by consistent, I mean more than once a week, that time that it takes to design emails was the number one thing holding them back. And that's a huge mistake that we're going to fix today because the people on your email list have literally raised their hand and said, Hey, I want to hear from you. They want to learn more about your services and offerings So by not communicating with them consistently, and again, by consistently, I mean more than once a week because more emails equal more sales, you are hurting your revenue and profit. There's just no doubt about it. Again, I've seen it time and time again. So I'm going to link some of my episodes in the show notes about the importance of email marketing and why exactly it can give you so much more impact in terms of sales than social media and why it's so much more sustainable. I don't want to get too far into that conversation here because if you've been following along with this podcast for a while, it would all be old news to you. So assuming that you have, and you know, assuming you already know about the significant impact that consistent and strategic email marketing can have in your business, let's talk about execution, shall we? So in today's world of digital marketing, it's so easy to become enamored with flashy graphics and eye-catching images and interactive elements in your email campaigns. And whether it's a template that you design in Canva or your email service provider, again, it's so easy to think that 
if you're not sending out something that's completely beautiful, that it's not going to lead to sales and it's not going to resonate with your customers. However, as I mentioned, there is absolutely a case to be made for the simplicity and effectiveness of plain text emails, especially for Play Cafe businesses looking to improve their results and just gain that momentum with a consistent strategy. So in this episode, we're going to explore the use of plain text emails in your marketing efforts. And I'm going to share some tips on how to create compelling, engaging content that will resonate with your audience much more than a shiny, fancy template will. So let's first talk about some clear-cut advantages of sending plain text, simple emails. Number one, improved deliverability. So one of the most significant benefits of plain text emails is higher deliverability rates compared to HTML emails or templated emails. Email clients and spam filters are more likely to flag emails with images, links, and other HTML elements as spam, causing your message to land in the recipient's junk folder or be blocked entirely. So with plain text emails, you can often bypass these issues and ensure that your message reaches your audience's inbox. And if you need to pull a report on your email deliverability rate from your email service provider, go ahead and do that if you need, again, any extra incentive to implement this strategy. Number two, and this is probably the most important one, and that is an enhanced mobile experience. So the majority of people today read their emails on their mobile devices. I know I do, and I definitely did when my kids were very young. And plain text emails offer a seamless reading experience across various screen sizes and devices. With no images to load or formatting issues to deal with, your message will be easy to read and navigate, ensuring that your audience stays engaged with your content and actually takes action from your email campaign, which is the whole goal, right? People won't need to zoom in and out and squint to read the graphics you created on a desktop that are just not suited to their screen size. Last time I checked, around 85% of people that receive my emails read them on a mobile device. So this is extremely critical to actually seeing sales results from your email marketing campaign. So again, if you only, you know, implemented this for one reason, let it be that one. And then finally, number three, an increased focus on content. So when you remove the bells and whistles of HTML emails, you're left with the core of your message, right? The content. The shift in focus encourages you to create compelling, well-written copy that genuinely resonates with your audience. By concentrating on the quality of your content, you can build a stronger connection with your readers and get your point across, and deliver a clear call to action. With busy graphics and a lot going on and a million different calls to action, it can be really hard for your customers to understand what step you'd actually like them to take after reading. Right, A monthly newsletter seems very passive, whereas a very simple direct email that says, hey, our summer camps are open, here's where you can register, here's where you can find more information, here's where you can contact us, that is so much simpler and it's going to be extremely clear, again, what action you want your readers to take. So by focusing on shorter, more frequently sent plain text emails, you can expect more people to actually engage with the content and create sales and bookings from it. Sending all of your content in a monthly newsletter can be overwhelming to your audience. So if this is something you've been doing, just try out sending shorter plain text emails instead 
and just measure it, right? See what impact it has on your sales. I don't want you to take my word for it. I want you to test it. And I want to be really clear here. This is absolutely one of those things that you should try out and test for yourself because every audience will be so different. So just give this one a try because what if it does make a big impact on sales and conversions, right? So many people will message me and say, well, Michelle, what if it doesn't work? And I always reply back, what if it does? What if it is an absolute game changer for your business? What if you don't need to lose sleep at night because your events aren't booking out or because you haven't been able to book enough parties to get through the summer? What if it does work? You know, that's the question that you should be asking yourself. Not only can you now get better results from your email marketing with plain text, simple emails, you can also spend way less time on it because working smarter and not harder is one of my core values here on this podcast. So again, even if you feel hesitant, I want you to try this out for a few months and please report back to me. Literally message me on Instagram and let me know. So anyway, (laughs) once I started emailing with one clear CTA or call to action per email, my results skyrocketed. Sure, the open rate for my newsletter was great, but it wasn't getting actual conversions and it wasn't leading to sales, which is the whole point of sending emails in the first place. And one more caveat here, there is one difference between, or there is a difference, (laughs) there's plenty of differences, but one I want to call out specifically between a direct and a transitional CTA or call to action. So a direct CTA encourages customers to complete an action that will lead to a sale. So it sends them to a booking page, a registration page, something like that. On the other hand, transitional call to actions build a connection with customers and If you listen to my episodes where we read Building a Story Brand by Donald Miller, you already know all about transitional CTAs. So what I want to make clear here is that each email should have one clear and direct CTA, but it's okay to add a transitional CTA as well. So like, for example, and by the way, I like to do transitional CTAs in the PS or the postscript or as a side note or something like that. So for example, you could be sending an email telling people to register for your summer camp program before they miss out on their early bird discount. But at the end, you can say, hey, want to check out some photos and videos from camps past? Check out this highlight we posted on Instagram. So if somebody isn't quite ready to buy through your direct CTA, which in this case would be purchase a week of camp, you're still giving them some action or next step to take from your email that might not directly result in a sale, but it will certainly move them closer to a sale. Now, as one of your plays of the day today, I want you to go to stickermule.com. So S-T-I-C-K-E-R-M-U-L-E.com and sign up for their email list. They are one of the best examples of the plainest, simplest emails. But you know what? I've literally purchased more items from their campaigns than anyone else I subscribe to. Their messages are clear and concise and to the point, they're literally like three lines long and they show up often enough in my email so that if I'm running low on stickers or labels or merch, I'm quickly given a clear call to action with usually a discount code or something like that and a very simple way to purchase via email. It's hard to really convey this without actually seeing it. So I'm telling you, go sign up for their emails now if you need a great example. And 
I know they're getting great results. And by the way, their product quality is absolutely amazing. This is not an ad, not just their emails are great, their actual stickers and merch and things like that. So keep that in mind as you're starting to get those emails. And then uh, number four, authenticity and personalization. So plain text emails can create a sense of authenticity and personalization that's often lost in HTML emails, right? Because it's kind of like emailing a friend, right? Like on your Gmail. So by stripping away the flashy design elements, you can craft a message that feels like a personal note rather than a sales pitch. This personal touch can help to foster stronger relationships with your audience and create a loyal customer base for your business that looks forward to your emails because they know exactly what they're getting. And then number five, ease of creation and maintenance. So back to the whole working smarter, not harder thing. HTML or highly formatted emails can be time-consuming and challenging and downright frustrating to create, particularly for small businesses with limited resources like ours. Plain text emails, on the other hand, are quick and easy to produce, especially if you're utilizing AI or ChatGPT, allowing you to focus your time and energy on other essential aspects of your business, or simply allow you to actually finally send consistent emails. Additionally, plain text emails require less maintenance, as you won't need to worry about updating images or fixing broken links or anything like that. All right, now let's go over some quick tips for creating effective plain text emails. Number one, craft a compelling subject line. So the subject line is the first thing your audience will see when they receive your email, so it's absolutely crucial to make it engaging and enticing. Keep your subject line concise, relevant, and informative, and consider using personalization, such as including the recipient's first name, to make it feel more tailored and genuine. That's why I always collect the first name of people that sign up for my emails or purchase any of my products. I also like to use emojis that not many other businesses are using to further catch my customer's attention in their inbox. And then number two, write with clarity and brevity. So when it comes to plain text emails, less is often more. Keep your sentences short and your paragraphs concise, making it easy for your readers to digest the information. So focus on delivering your message clearly and effectively. And again, Sticker Mule is a great example of this. And I like to believe that I'm a pretty good example of this as well. And if you follow the emails, um, you know that while they're all in plain text, my emails specifically, once in a while, I do throw in a longer email with stories, again, from time to time. You'll find the right balance for your audience through testing. So if I have something something I want to call attention to, I'll use bullets or I'll bold my text with my email service provider. So again, I'm not a plain text email purist over here. I do use some formatting, but these small tweaks take seconds as opposed to designing something in Canva or another template tool that can be much more complicated and time-consuming and result in deliverability issues and not being able to read emails on a mobile site and all that stuff. All right, number three, use personalization. So make your emails feel more personal by, and relevant by using the recipient's name and other information specific to them. And again, this level of personalization can help to foster a sense of connection between your business and your audience. And it's going to make your readers likely to engage with your content and visit your facility. 
So for example, if you collect children's birthdays as part of your waiver, you can simply and easily remind your customers to reserve their date for their little one's upcoming birthday, let's say three months in advance. And then number four, provide value. So ensure that your emails offer genuine value to your audience. So, so this could be in the form of exclusive discounts, special promotions, or informative content related to your business, such as upcoming events, new menu items, or helpful tips for parents. By providing value, you'll not only keep your audience engaged, but also give them a reason to visit your business and share your content with others. And don't forget, value comes in many forms. So if you make your customers laugh or smile with a funny anecdote, this is value. So for example, if you share a funny story about how you planned your kid's birthday outside only to have you know, the latest snowfall ever on record happened that weekend, like in terms of the season, people will find ways to relate to that. And it might remind them that, hey, if I book my party inside, I don't need to worry about the weather. And by the way, uh, can you tell that I am a little bit bitter that it was snowing last week in April? Yeah. So that's the first example that happened to pop into my head. <laughs> All right. Number five, include clear calls to action. So your plain text email should have a clear purpose and guide the reader toward a specific action. In this case, a direct call to action resulting in a sale. So it could be booking a party, visiting your cafe, or signing up for a workshop. Make sure your CTAs are clearly defined and don't overwhelm your audience with too many options. So stick to one main call to action that aligns with your email's purpose. And then, as I said, you can throw in a transitional call to action if you feel like it for people who are wanting to take some action but are not quite ready to make that purchase or booking. And then number seven, test and optimize. So to ensure the success of your plain text email campaigns, continually test and optimize your content. So track key metrics such as open rates, click-through rates, and conversions, and use this data to refine your email marketing strategy. So experiment with different subject lines, content format, and CTAs to determine what resonates best with your audience and what actually results in sales. And then once you figure out what works, do more of it. I've sent the same email, like literally the same email, promoting my yearly business plan workshop for like five years now, literally just swapping out the year and any other details. Why? Because it works. So save your best performing emails to reuse, and you can even add them to your welcome sequence so that it automatically gets sent to new subscribers, like we talk about in episode two of this podcast. So anytime I get an email that results in a ton of sales or opt-ins or bookings, I will say, hey, this was obviously something that worked. I'm going to add it to the end of my welcome sequence. And now, again, years down the line, anytime somebody signs up for one of my opt-ins or one of my email marketing campaigns, I now have a welcome sequence, quote unquote. I don't know if you can call it a welcome sequence because of how long it is, but it serves consistent, and I mean every three days, email marketing content to all my new subscribers for almost 12 full months after they sign up because I've been making it a priority to add any well-performing email that I end up sending out to that sequence so that I don't have to think, oh, you know, that was great, but you know, that was a one-time effort or, you know, that email was great, but now it's kind of like, you know, it's over. I sent it, you know, check that to-do list item is done. 
Now you can reuse that content and again, work smarter, not harder, and make sure that it also gets delivered to all of your new subscribers that weren't around when you sent it the first time. All right. And then number eight, just a couple more, I promise. Establish a consistent sending schedule. So consistency is really key when it comes to email marketing, if you haven't got that yet from this episode. Establish a regular sending schedule and stick to it as closely as possible, even if it's just to hold yourself accountable. I, for example, have a recurring task in Asana to send at least three weekly emails to my list. This will help to keep your Play Cafe at the forefront of your audience's minds. As we have already established in episode 177, which I'll link in the show notes, more emails equal more sales, plain and simple. And by the way, turn off your unsubscribe notifications like I talk about in episode 66 of this podcast. Trust me, the benefit of sending more emails outweighs the cost of a few unsubscribes. All right, finally, number nine, encourage feedback and engagement. So use your plain text emails as a platform to encourage feedback and engagement from your audience. So ask for their opinions on new menu items, events, or services, and invite them to share their own experiences at your play cafe. By fostering a sense of community and actively engaging with your audience, you'll create loyal customers who are more likely to spread the word about your business. So if you follow my email list, I frequently pepper in emails that say, hey, reply to this email with blank, and then I'll give some sort of prompt. Like, for example, hey, why did you sign up for this workshop? Or how are you doing? Do you have any recommendations for upcoming YouTube topics that I can cover? Opening up this form of a two-way conversation will help you form that ever-important bond with your customers that will have them looking forward to your emails because they're coming from a place of service and not just sales. And having a strong relationship with your email list and with your customers will be a huge difference maker if a competitor opens up down the road or if a recession takes place, which it looks like it's going to. So to wrap this one up, plain text emails may not be as visually appealing as their HTML counterparts, but they offer so many upsides and advantages, including again, better deliverability and readability. By focusing on delivering valuable content personalizing your messages, and optimizing your campaigns, you can harness the power of email marketing and enjoy more sales without spending too much time on design. So your play of the day is to embrace the simplicity and authenticity of plain text emails, measure your results for a couple weeks or a couple months, and please, please, please let me know how it goes. And don't just let me know, you know, how much time you're saving. Let me know what the impact is on your sales. Because again, I've seen this play out time and time again. More emails equal more sales. So I can't wait to hear from you. All right, have a great weekend, Playmakers. As always, if you found this episode helpful, the best way that you can show support for me or for the show is to leave a rating and review wherever you are listening. It helps so much. And if you have any recommendations about future podcast topics, please message me on Instagram and let me know. I'm always looking to ensure that this content I put out on this feed is exactly what you want and need to hear. All right, happy weekend. I'll see you Monday.